T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Damage and injuries after a tornado touches down in Louisiana. We have the story. Spirit is reducing its workforce, but not in production. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. Sedgwick County discusses ARPA plan and a move for their HR department. That story is ahead. I'm KNSS meteorologist and holiday. Fairly quiet weather for us expected for most of today. It'll be breezy at times with a chance of rain mixing with snow later on tonight. We'll talk about that in detail here in just a few minutes. A tornado was confirmed to have touched down in Tangipohoc Parish, Louisiana, Wednesday. Fox's David Jones is there with more on the damage. We've seen several trailers um, either with anywhere from minor damage to extensive damage. Metal just twisted up and wrangled. I mean, uh, this thing has been so powerful out here. I spoke with Sheila Martin. She's the elected mayor here in the village of Tangipahoe. She says as far as she's aware, there were no confirmed fatalities here in Tangipahoe. Her husband's a police chief here um, and so Daryl Martin, he also they, both of them, they went door to door and went around to you know several of the different mobile homes. Um, and I spoke with a woman who actually lived in one of those mobile homes. One of her neighbors was taken to the hospital with injuries. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration increased the threat of severe weather to a level three for portions of eastern Louisiana. So far, no fatalities are reported. Spirit Aerosystems says it's reducing its workforce, but the cuts won't be coming from production. Senior Communications Manager Forrest Gossett says most of the 1,000 positions being eliminated will come from a hiring freeze and attrition. There may be some job reductions, unfortunately, but by and large, it is, it is coming through, through those first two items. So it's a, a reduction of positions to position us for growth in the future. Meanwhile, a job fair will go on as planned Saturday at the Spirit HR Service Center from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., Spirit looking to hire for multiple manufacturing positions and will offer a $3,000 sign-on bonus to hourly workers. Back in 2021, Sedgwick County was awarded just over $100 million in American Rescue Plan Act funding. Wednesday, we learned how much of that will be spent in the coming years. Nearly $46 million will be spent in 2023 and $16.2 million is earmarked for 2024. One of the projects to tap into that funding is the county courthouse remodel to help clear the court backlog created by the pandemic. To add the additional courtrooms, several departments have moved to the downtown Ruffin building. The HR department will be next. 
Commissioner David Dennis was okay with the move, but questioned why they needed more office and parking space with a number of employees working a hybrid or remote schedule. I just want to make sure that uh, as we make these decisions, uh, that we're looking at the whole picture rather than focusing on one department. Work on the first floor offices should be finished by June. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Three people have been arrested in connection with a fatal shooting last May in Salina. Police looking for suspects in the May 7th shooting that killed 25-year-old Dylan Garman and injured two others. One of the suspects, a 29-year-old man, was arrested last week in Salina. A 19-year-old woman also arrested last week in Arkansas. And then on Monday, a 24-year-old man was arrested in Oklahoma. More miracles among the earthquake wreckage in Turkey and Syria as rescuers have been able to pull some survivors out of the debris. But Fox's Kevin Cork reports that may not happen much more. As crews continue pulling survivors from beneath the rubble, search and rescue teams say the window for finding more people alive is closing. Days below the debris without food and water and during the cold winter is reducing their odds for survival. Monday's 7.8 magnitude quake and the dozens of aftershocks that have followed have killed thousands. Many survivors, now homeless, are forced to camp outside, huddling by fires just to keep from freezing. Experts say most rescues occur in the first 24 hours after a disaster. After that, survival chances drop with each passing day. At least 15,000 people have died in this quake. KNSS News Time now, 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock. Super Bowl three days away. Our weekly Thursday morning Minute with Mitch is coming up in sports in just a few minutes. Kansas Highway Patrol Superintendent has announced his retirement. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 8.08 now, eight minutes past 8 o'clock. Kansas Highway Patrol Superintendent Colonel Herman Jones has announced his retirement effective July 1st. He was appointed to the post in 2019. Since then, he faced criticism from the Kansas State Trooper Association, accusing him of wrongful terminations and low morale at the agency. His replacement has not been announced. Also, Kansas Adjutant General David Weishar announced that he is retiring after 42 years. A Philadelphia police officer was shot twice while he was trying to investigate a suspicious vehicle. Two suspects are being sought. The wounded officer, whose name has not been given, approached the car with a partner. First Deputy Commissioner John Stanford says that's when a struggle began with a man on the car's passenger side. That suspect shot our officer. Um, at least at this point, we know at least two times. Uh, striking the officer in the abdomen area just under his vest. The second officer fired as the suspects ran. The wounded officer, at last word, was listed in critical condition. Police are seeking the public's help for any information that will help find those suspects. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Newly released documents show the officer who pulled Tyree Nichols from his car Never said why Nichols was being stopped. Documents released Tuesday by the Tennessee Peace Officers Standards and Training Commission show former Memphis officer Demetrius Haley never explained the traffic stop that eventually led to the death of Tyree Nichols. Those documents also say Haley took photographs of Nichols after he had been beaten by police, then sent the photos to other officers. 
Five cops, including Haley, were fired and faced murder charges after Nichols died. Another officer was fired and still another suspended. And officials say another six may be disciplined because of the killing. Jill Nato, Fox News. Police are investigating another incident at a zoo in Texas. Investigators were called to the Houston Zoo this week after someone cut a four-inch gap into the mesh around the brown pelican enclosure. The good news? None of the birds escaped. The bad news? It's just the latest bizarre incident involving animals in Texas. In Dallas, a suspect was jailed after the theft of two monkeys last month. Both the primates were later found unharmed in an abandoned suburban home. A clouded leopard also temporarily escaped in the Dallas Zoo after its enclosure was cut open. The big cat was found a day later. Tom Graham, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 810, 10 minutes past 8 o'clock with Steve and Ted. Right now in traffic, a couple of areas you might want to uh, watch for a slowdown. Stalled out vehicle, northbound K15, right around MacArthur. Uh, some heavy traffic at this time as well in that area, so uh, just be careful and watch for a slowdown. And then we have a traffic slowdown or had a traffic slowdown due to a stalled out vehicle. It was northbound on I-235 approaching Broadway up there at the uh, North Junction area. Uh, it was right in the middle lane. They do have it moved off to the side right now, but just continue to watch for heavy traffic. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a clear sky in Wichita here early on as temperatures hovered around the freezing mark. It'll be clouding up throughout the day, becoming breezy at times with a high 47. The system moving out of the Rockies will swing through tonight, bringing us a chance of light rain or light snow that will quickly come to an end, though, with a low 24, sunny and 42 on Friday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now a clear sky, 31 degrees. We have a west wind at 9 miles per hour. And it's uh, 8.11 now, Stephen Ted, in the morning here on KNSS, almost 8.12. Yesterday's high, 48 degrees. And we had, uh, by the way, as of midnight last night, three hundredths of an inch of precipitation at Eisenhower Airport, Ted. That's three hundredths, point zero three. Not a lot of rain Not really. overnight in Wichita. All right, uh, 8-12 now, Steve and Ted, and uh, the debt ceiling debate uh, is going on. Is uh, Congress and, and the president trying to come up with some solution to keep from uh, defaulting on, on our obligations? And Fox News Radio's Jared Halpern is with us this morning. Good morning, Jared. Good morning to you. Okay, so we, we need to get this done. And, of course, we've got this. Mm-hmm. We've got an extension now to, what, June, but they need to get this done. And are they making any progress? Hey, listen, I, we always kind of joke about that extension till June. Because <laughs> I, I always say that I think the one th- – I don't have a lot in common with members of Congress except for, as a journalist, um, I live and die by deadlines. Um, I don't get things done until it has to be done. Uh, and Congress acts the same way, right? So I don't expect any sort of like big major breakthrough uh, much before June. I just that's just the way Congress works. It's a lot like the press corps, right? If you say that you need a script from me by noon, you're not going to get it at ten. <laughs> well, that's, that's true, I guess. Uh, if you wanted it at ten, you would tell me you wanted it at ten. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's and listen, I say that because it it speaks to kind of you know, the runway here that Congress has, right? They are in a position where there is some time to have these conversations. Um, I think the most important step moving forward 
uh, will actually happen in a couple of weeks. Both President Biden and House Republicans will release their budget plan uh, in March, we expect, March, April. Um, that will be our first look. Uh, what cuts are Republicans looking for as it relates to federal spending? Uh, what revenue enhancements, what tax increases is the president looking at uh, on his side of the ledger? Um, that's going to have to be the starting point of any negotiation, you would think, um, because, listen, there is not going to be a debt limit increase that happens likely without some sort of companion uh, legislation or at least companion agreement on um, sort of a, a long-term fiscal strategy between the president and the Republican Speaker of the House. I am personally not buying any any conversation that says uh, Republicans or anybody wants to touch social, touch social Security. That's just one that they, they don't they don't mess with Social Security. Well, no, but yeah, I mean, listen, this is based off a couple of things. And I think the president has used this more as a negotiating tool than anything yeah, else. Right? Yeah. He basically, at that State of the Union, got Republicans to boo the idea of cutting Social Security and Medicare to kind of put that on the record, right? Um, that being said, he also said in remarks yesterday that he'll believe it when he sees it. He's sort of challenging Republicans now uh, to put forward what they would cut. Um, because, listen, Social Security and Medicare are the biggest drivers of federal spending, right? Um, but they're also sacrosanct. Like, you're not going to cut them. It doesn't mean that you're not necessarily, you know, there have been proposals. Paul Ryan and others have proposed, George Bush has proposed reforms to it, uh, and they've usually floated like a lead balloon, right? They just, they don't get a, a lot of agreement. And so with that off the table, um, you look then at what we call discretionary spending, which is basically defense and non-defense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, defense is generally not something that has a lot of agreement on cutting, particularly right now, given everything that the country's facing as it relates to China, the war in Ukraine, all of that, right? Um, so then you're left with non-defense. Well, that honestly makes up about 35% of, I mean, it's a small amount of federal spending, Um and it's not enough, uh, really, to reduce, like, trillion-dollar deficits. Um, and so uh, this isn't – some. My, my point being, this isn't something that, like, can happen in a year or two years, right? It has to be kind of a, a longer-term strategy here, and it's going to involve revenue enhancements and things like that as well. And so, again, that's why I say it's important what the president's budget is. It's important to see what that counter is then from House Republicans. That's going to have to be a starting point, I think, in these conversations. Uh, between uh, President Biden and, and Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Having uh, studied Social Security for several years personally, uh, yeah. there, there are some, as you mentioned, there are some really fairly simple measures that could be done to make that uh, that account solvent for, for the next uh, 50 years. But uh, Congress has not. There had, are, but yeah. always, I mean, it's always an issue, right? I mean, you know, there's been talk about raising the retirement age, right? Yeah. Right now yeah. you are eligible for Social Security at 65 when the law was passed, uh, 65 was much older than it is now, right? The life expectancy was not what it is now. There was not a belief that Social Security would be paid out for the amount of time that it is. But who's – so who do you make – where do you start that, right? If you're 62 right now and now you're told that you're not going to get Social Security until you're 68, is that the right way to handle Like, So there are there are always sort of nuances that, that make some of these reforms very complicated yeah, politically. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, listen uh, – it looks to me where we've got dear, darn near full unemployment, so they should be getting enough income tax coming in, you know. And uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> I would think that there's enough money coming in to overcome anything they want to spend, but I guess that's not true for the government. Huh? Uh, it, it's expensive to run yeah. a country of 320 million people. It sure, it sure is. Hey, listen, <laughs> thank you, Jared. Appreciate your help this morning. Right. Fox News Radio's Jared Halpern helping us out on the debt ceiling debate, which is, uh, as he says, Probably not until they got a hard and fast deadline will they'll do anything at all. 8.17, Stephen Ted in the morning here. And make it 8.18 now. Time for sports with Ted Woodward. Shocker basketball last night at Coke Arena. You have the Shocker men in action hosting Central Florida. 6,900 fans on hand at Coke Arena last night. Shocks played pretty good for 26, 28 minutes. Had an 11-point lead with 12 minutes to go, but... Then the Shocker offense dried up. Couldn't get much accomplished in the final 12 minutes. Couldn't get a lot of stops on defense either. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl had the call of the game on 103.7 KEYN. Now with this much time, you just don't feel like the Shockers can afford to give up another score here. No, they really can't. Um, Wichita State has to get a stop, and then they have to come down and score. Johnson got it into Hendricks, who slipped and almost fell. A long three is good. By C.J. Kelly, and that was almost out to half court. They got it into Hendricks, who slipped, almost fell on his face over on the right wing. So he passed it to Kelly, and Kelly, prior to that shot, was one of nine tonight, and that was at least 30 feet, maybe 32, 33 feet. Desperation, because the shot clock was winding down. That's pretty much how things went in the final 12 minutes. The Shockers were outscored 31-15 in the final 12 minutes of the game. And Central Florida down 11 points in the second half. Comes back to win at 72-67 after the game. Mike Kennedy talking with Shocker head coach Isaac Brown. Getting the ball down the floor, finding each other and scoring. And then you had a stretch there in the second half after building an 11-point lead where you turned it over four out of five times and gave them a chance to get back in it. Yeah, get them all the credit. They came in. They beat us. I thought when they went to the pressure, again, it just bothered us. We just turned it over. Um, the game was won. They got offensive rebound after offensive rebound. I think it was 15 offensive rebounds. Yeah, gave up 15 offensive rebounds. The Shockers also committed 18 turnovers in the game. Central Florida with a five-point win. Mike Kennedy speaking after the game with Wichita State guard Craig Porter. Guys were really playing well again, getting the ball up court on the fast break, and then it just kind of stalled there in the middle of the second half. Uh, yeah, like you said, I mean, we just can't have those lapses we have for the last seven minutes like we did. I mean, it's going to cost us games like it has in the past, so just getting past that hump is what we got to do. Shocks have lost three straight home games, and they are now 12-12 and on the season. We had Juco men's basketball action last night out in Dodge City, 14th-ranked Dodge hosting 16th-ranked Butler Community College, a wild finish in this one. Butler scores to take the lead. Dodge scores a late bucket, but then Butler had the ball with the final few seconds winding down. Dennis Higgins had the call of the game on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Here we go. Ball's inbound into Payne. Payne gets it to Grant. Grant inside half court. is going to shoot a shot. It is no good. Ball game over. Taj Hill was saying, why didn't you pass it to me? He was all alone at the rim. What a ball game here tonight. Dodge wins it 69-68. With the loss, the Butler men fall to 19-6 and on the season. Women's basketball tonight here at Coke Arena in town for Wichita State. Shocker ladies hosting Tulane. That'll tip off at 6 o'clock tonight. Shocker women coming off back-to-back losses, trying to get back in the win column. 
pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Toronto Raptors win at home, beat the San Antonio Spurs 112-98. Starting guard for the Raptors, former Wichita State Shocker Fred Van Vliet had 16 points and 3 steals. The Raptors are in the number 10 spot in the Eastern Conference right now, and they are on a three-game winning streak. We are only three days away from the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes says he loves playing with his super tight end teammate Travis Kelsey. It's been a great run, and I think it uh, it started, I mean, uh, as the friends we became off the field, that we've become like brothers now, that, that relationship that we have has kind of translated on the field. And I know what he's thinking when he's out there, um, and I mean, he's one of the greatest, not the greatest tight end of all time. And so for me to just find ways to get in the football um, and the way that he works, um, to get himself better and better every year, I mean, he's a, it's a special player that uh, – Hopefully uh, we can keep keep going for a long time because, uh, I mean, he's a guy that you, you'll never have another player like him in your career. Steve, what was your prediction about Mahomes and Kelsey? Uh, three touchdown passes for Mahomes mm-hmm. and two of them to Kelsey. Oh, my. He's going to find somebody else for that third one. All right. There's your now, big prediction for the game. And the thing is, if they can do that and re- and add one running touchdown, we're there. Plus, you got the, you got the field goal kicker. Yeah, and maybe a special teams. Oh, oh boy. I'm you, looking at you've like got six, it all mapped out. Six don't you? touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope 42 points will be enough to win that game. Uh, of course, the Chiefs and the Eagles Super Bowl on Sunday. You can hear the game live Sunday right here on KNSS, along with the Chiefs Radio Network pregame and postgame shows. Make sure you're here for Sunday for that. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. A22 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. More on Biden and the balloon. That's on the way. Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, here at KNSS. 31 degrees. Texas has executed a man responsible for killing three people in 1998. Fox's Jack Callahan reports. Convicted triple murderer John Ballantyne has been executed in Texas for murdering three teenagers 25 years ago. Last week, a court had postponed his execution because his lawyer hadn't been properly notified. But Wednesday morning, the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals reversed that decision. The U.S. Supreme Court refused to hear a last-minute appeal. This is the sixth inmate to be put to death in the U.S. this year. Shawnee County District Attorney Mike Kage says five Topeka police officers will not face charges after they shot and killed a man in October. Kage says the officers' actions were justified when they fired 34 shots at 33-year-old Taylor Lowry at a quick shop parking lot. Investigators said Lowry charged at officers with a knife before he was shot. 
Kege says the Kansas Bureau of Investigation said Lowry was under the influence of drugs when he rushed the officers after attempting to carjack a vehicle at the quick shop. No officers were injured. Sedgwick County will be purchasing new ambulances and other vehicles. This thanks to a grant from the federal government. At yesterday's county meeting, commissioners approved a $1.8 million in an assistance to firefighters grant. And that's to purchase four ambulances and four support vehicles for county operations. That grant was awarded by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA. Every year, 115,000 veterans go from the military to college. While returning to the classroom after serving the country can be intimidating, it doesn't have to be. The Warrior Scholarship Project offers free one- and two-week academic boot camps at college campuses nationwide. These academic boot camps are designed to prepare veterans for college the same way boot camp prepares them for the military. Enlisted veterans and enlisted active duty service members without a bachelor's degree are eligible to attend the academic boot camp. Enlisted service members and veterans can choose from three disciplines, humanities, STEM, and business and entrepreneurship. The Humanities Boot Camp focuses on college-level reading, essay writing, and seminar participation. In STEM Boot Camp, participants can brush up on math and science skills and learn to code in Python. The Business and Entrepreneurship Boot Camp gives participants a foundation in business and entrepreneurship concepts. You can learn more about Warrior Scholar Project by clicking the link in our news story. This Salute to Service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a quiet start to the day here in south-central Kansas, we will have cloud cover gradually increasing throughout the afternoon. It'll be breezy with a high 47. Areas of light rain may mix with some snow as colder air moves in tonight with a quick-moving system. Our low falls to 24, sunny and 42 on Friday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now cloudy and 31 degrees. Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is Time for entertainment news. The Blur with Ted Woodward. Ted? Now the King of Pops music catalog is for sale. The Michael Jackson estate is in the process of selling half of its interest in the iconic King of Pops catalog in a deal in the 800 to $900 million range to Sony and a financial partner. While details are unclear, Variety reporting the two companies are negotiating to acquire 50% of the estate's interest in Jackson's publishing, recording music venues, the MJ, the musical Broadway show, and the upcoming biopic Michael, and possibly more. The package would be the biggest deal to date in the still booming music catalog market. Sony has been involved in some of the biggest previous known catalog deals, which included Bruce Springsteen and Bob Dylan's multi-million dollar catalogs. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Nick Jonas talking to the Today Show on the third hour about the Jonas Brothers getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So it was really her first time out in public. And, and um, you know, we were nervous about it. And, and it, it's just, 
The, the whole day, I think, was such a great setting for the family to be together and for us all to celebrate you know, a nearly 20-year career. But, but the real thing was to talk about the next chapter, which was the announcement of our new album, which comes out May 5th. And uh, having my little, my little girl out there was, was pretty special. Let's get up close with a celebrity. Let's see what's going on in the world of music. What kind of lessons can be learned from the road when you are a major rock star on tour who has pretty much done it all? There's plenty of things to still learn, says Joe Elliott of Def Leppard. The band's frontman is now reflecting on the band's 2022 stadium tour with Motley Crue, Poison, and Joan Jett. In a recent interview with Classic Rock, he explained how his band's approach to performing changed as the road trip continued, saying they were doing four new songs a night, then realized it was one too many, adding stadium shows are not open mic nights. Elliot also remembers a key moment talking with bassist Nikki Six of Motley Crue, who has been known to have wild moments in years past on the road. Elliot asked him what he was going to do during a break in the tour, and Six told him he was going fishing, a phrase Elliot said he never thought he'd hear from the mouth of Nikki Six. Laura Engel, Fox News. Let's check in with Chef Gordon Ramsay, even talking about the Super Bowl. The Fox Celebrity Profile with Chef Gordon Ramsay. His show, Next Level Chef, Season 2, premieres on Fox after the Super Bowl. And I asked what his Super Bowl staples are with the Chef Ramsay spin on them. Mm, the Super Bowl is exciting for me. Uh, unlike a soccer game in the UK, this thing goes on for like six, seven hours. You know, the pregame, yeah. the halfway point, and then, of course, the postgame. So you've got to pace yourself. So I'm all about these stunning little appetizers. You know, lollipop wings, uh, the most amazing sliders, great little salads, a little bit of ceviche, a little bit of... Uh, Capaccio, little tartars. So nothing substantial, just small little mouthfuls across those six hours. It's a really great way of having this plethora of amazing canapes, appetizers, and it keeps you on your toes. He adds season two for Next Level Chef is off the charts. The competition is the highest it's ever been. The talent is extraordinary. We've changed things up. That platform drops. You've got 40 seconds to grab your ingredients. But I'm just enamored by the the quality. I think that's what's exciting. Everyone thinks the digital world and who cooks on those platforms is easy. It's not. Ashley Dvorkin, Fox News. Or maybe a small bowl of Fritos. That too. <laughs> People will gobble those up, I guarantee you. Put that up. Hey, what's streaming out there? I'm Michelle Polino. You know what's on his hands? More rings than fingers. On Netflix, Bill Russell Legend is a documentary feature looking back on the life, career, and political activism of the late NBA icon with insights from Julius Irving, Larry Bird, Kenny Smith, and others, along with archival interviews with the man himself. On Paramount Plus Super Bowl, greatest commercials battle of the decades, the annual live interactive CBS special invites viewers to vote on their top Super Bowl ads of all time. On Peacock, The Real Housewives of New Jersey, the reality series 13th season debuted Tuesday night on Bravo. New episodes hit Peacock this week while on Disney+. Plus. The debut reality series Seven Toughest Days lands on the streamer. Originally aired on National Geographic, it follows explorer Dwayne Fields as he attempts to keep himself and his crew alive in some of the world's harshest environments and make it back to civilization in just seven days. That's Fox 2 on Fox News. The Late Night Crew still heading the uh, State of the Union address. Here's the Late Late Show with James Corden, CBS. President Biden delivered his State of the Union address. The speech was the longest of Biden's presidency at 73 minutes. But honestly, it was so fun and fast-paced, it really only felt like 71 minutes. (laughs) 
this is true. Biden spoke 9,191 words, beating Bill Clinton's 1995 speech by one word. Biden was like, see, LeBron ain't the only legend sharing records tonight. Late night with Seth Meyers, NBC. President Biden delivered his second State of the Union address last night and spoke for 73 minutes, which sounds like a lot, but I feel like Biden could speak for 73 minutes to a wrong number. Well, well, who are you trying to reach? Let's try to figure this out together. <laughs> the Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, NBC. Last night was President Biden's State of the Union address, and I saw a poll that said 72% of people responded favorably to his speech. It's amazing. We can't even get 72% of Americans to agree on what an M&M should wear. <laughs> Happy birthday today to actor Joe Pesci. He is 80 today. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. A lot of big hits. Wow. The Home Alone movies and its sequel. Uh, My Cousin Vinny, Bronx Tale, Lethal Weapon Series, Raging Bull, Goodfellas, Casino. Won an Oscar for that. Here's a scene uh, with Joe Pesci from Goodfellas. I'm funny how? I mean funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? Not just, you know how you tell a story. What? No, no, I don't know. You said it. How do I know? You said I'm funny. What is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Tell me. <laughs> I almost had him. I almost had him. There it is. And that was probably the longest clip from that movie without him saying something so, that we couldn't put on there. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday to Joe Pesci. He is 80 today. But it's too late, baby, now. It's too late. We really did there she is, Carol King. King. It's her oh. birthday today. She's 81 today. She's been in the business since the late 1950s. Regarded as one of the most significant and influential mus musicians of all time, She's the most successful female songwriter of the latter half of the 20th century. She wrote or co-wrote 118 pop hits on the Billboard 100. So. That's a good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 75 million records sold worldwide. Four Grammy Awards. She's in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. She's twice in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a performer and a songwriter. She got the Library of Congress Gershwin Prize for Popular Song. First woman to get that honor. She was also a Kennedy Center honoree. The great Carol King. It's her birthday. She is 81 today. And finally, Steve, it was 90 years ago on this day. Movie came out in Wichita theaters. She Done Him Wrong, starring Mae West and Cary Grant. Grant. <laughs> yeah, it got nominated for Best Picture that year. Really? And, of course, it spawned a very famous and quoted line through the decades ever since. You hang around them long enough, you'll get that way yourself. Well, thanks for the kind interest. You know, I, I always did like a man in a uniform. And that one fits you grand. Why don't you come up sometime and see me? <laughs> Why don't you come up sometime and see me? <laughs> there you go. That came out in Wichita Theaters 90 years ago today. Nominated for Best Picture. She Done Him Wrong was that movie. Why don't you come up sometime and see me? All right. That's, that's entertainment news in the blur with Steve and Ted. Hey, on the way this morning, Wichita Business Journal update. Spirit Aero Systems is hiring for increased 737 production. That's on the way. Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS.
16 to 10 in the morning, KNSS, 849 on this Thursday morning. Three big things. Three. Basketball, UCF 72, Wichita State 67. Two. Spirit Aerosystems workforce reduction will not include production in Wichita. One. Tornado touches down in Louisiana. Damage and injuries reported, but so far, no fatalities. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. KDOT Construction today. They're going to be closing the northbound I-135 exit to eastbound to K-254. That is going to close today from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. They're doing some bridge work over that ramp. Again, that's uh, today, northbound I-135 exit to eastbound K-254, closing in a few minutes, 9 a.m. till 3 p.m. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS is brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire, located downtown at Market and Waterman. And online at carlstire.com, your home for complete car care. Mostly sunny and breezy today with a high of 47 degrees. Cloudy and cool with a 20% chance for rain and snow tonight. The overnight low 23. Friday sunny, tomorrow's high 42 degrees. Now a clear sky, west wind at 9 miles per hour and 31 degrees. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch, featuring a variety of apparel, glassware and gifts for the bourbon lover in your life. Available for purchase at the Monarch 579 West Douglas. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS and Business News this morning. The uh, three indices of the Wall Street, the three main indices all fell yesterday. This morning, we're looking at the S&P. However, we're going the other way. The s and is up nearly 31 points. The Dow up 241. And the NASDAQ is up 143 points. And let's take a look at a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. Wichita State University is getting more than $2 million to help attract, train, and retain students for one of the region's expanding industries. The National Science Foundation has awarded WSU more than $2.4 million, and that will help fund cybersecurity scholarships. That money will create the CyberCore scholarships available starting this fall helping cover tuition and paying a stipend of $25,000 for undergraduate students and $34,000 for grad students. And that money will also help cover travel and supplies. Spirit Aerosystems is hiring in Wichita for long-awaited growth on its largest individual program. Company CEO Tom Gentili says Spirit began hiring in the fourth quarter in anticipation of a 35% production increase on the 737 MAX for Boeing. The headcount we're investing in right now is to make us capable of 42 per month, and that's where we expect to be at the end of the year, Gentilly said in an investment analyst call following Spirit's fourth quarter earnings report. Boeing's 737 MAX, which has historically accounted for around half of Spirit's annual sales, is currently built at a rate of 31 aircraft per month. Spirit reached a monthly rate as high as 57 aircraft, On the 737 in 2019, prior to Boeing's temporary production freeze to start 2020. That was in the wake of deadly crashes in late uh, 2018 and early 2019 that grounded the MAX globally for 20 months. Nurses at another Ascension Via Christi hospital in Wichita making steps toward forming a union as the healthcare industry is still struggling in the face of severe workforce shortages. A petition filed last week with the National Labor Relations Board in an effort to unionize 300 registered nurses at St. Joseph Hospital, closely following the efforts at St. Francis Hospital, which voted to unionize back in November, advocating for better staffing conditions. And that is 
Local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. All right, it's uh, 8.53, Stephen Taylor in the morning, and Thursday's almost burned. Can you believe this week is shot by in a hurry, I guess? And, but I, I mean, Friday is going to be an exciting show because we're going to do their, all right, you know, warming up to the Super Bowl every year. Always a lot of fun and a lot to talk about. And, of course, we're going to have Mitch hold us on with us tomorrow morning. That'll be fun. Yeah, we've had uh, uh, the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, on every Friday since August. Yeah. We've been talking to Mitch every Friday. Pretty and, much. And so. we've, we've done this thing with Mitch for several years now, and it's it's a lot of fun. We've had a relationship there, as it were. Well, yesterday I just uh, I couldn't stand it anymore. The hair on my back of the neck, back of my neck was standing up, and yeah. I thought I got to get trimmed. Oh, I had to get a haircut, so I ran over to my barber, my baby, my barber shop, and uh, uh, I don't have a, a hairdresser or a cosmetologist. I have a barber. Mm-hmm. His name is Mike Watson, and he mm-hmm. has a shop over there in Sweetbriar. Yeah. The northwest part of that, and uh, uh, I went in and got trimmed. You got your Super Bowl haircut. Super Bowl haircut. Now, I'll tell you what. Huh. The, Bowl haircut. Huh. Pardon me? Be quiet. <laughs> the, <laughs> no. It's always great to go in there. There's nothing but guys in there, and it's floating around talking about basketball and stuff. And Usually, uh, Mike and I have a pretty good conversation, but, you know, it seems like there's, the sessions are getting shorter and shorter with him. In other words... I, I don't know whether I'm boring him with my conversation or whether he wants to get me out of there and get the next guy in. Well, but, it uh, could be. But I don't blame him. That's anyway. I think I got a good haircut. Or I maybe, feel nice. Or maybe your hair is shorter and shorter. Yeah, it could be. And maybe that's part of the <laughs> equation. I feel so clean. I going to say that. That couldn't have been very long conversations to begin with. Here you it? go. Thanks. <laughs> stay tuned for Glenn Beck coming up here on KNSS. Computer science professor Pedro Dominguez. Ah, is going to be discussing AI, artificial mm-hmm. intelligence. Top of the hour of the news this morning. We'll tell you about that tornado in Louisiana. And if you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again, go on the app, Odyssey app. Stephen Ted in the morning, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 